people who are biting their fingers in fear. Changing is not easy, but changing your life, changing habits, reinventing yourself. Yeah. You will win if you don't quit. Even a broke clock is right twice a day. It's an experience. This is the Kairos Moment with Pastor Jack on Active FM. Greetings, everybody. This is the Kairos Moment on Active FM. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Jack Chirwa. I'm the pastor of the Full Gospel Church in Johannesburg, South Africa. Um, I hope you're ready to be motivated, inspired, and blessed this morning as I bring you a short word that will encourage you to go to the next level. Let's all just pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity that I can be a blessing, an opportunity that I can speak into someone's life, someone who is at the verge of giving up, someone who is at the verge of throwing in the towel, someone who is at the verge of quitting. I pray, Father God, for your grace that they will not quit, that they will not throw in the towel, that they will not give up. I pray that you're going to use my mouth as, a, as, a, as an instrument to speak forth inspiration in the mighty name of Jesus. So bless your word now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to speak about persistence. I want to speak about the power of persistence. Michael Jordan is probably the greatest baske- basketball player in, in history. And at one time, he was asked about the so-called secret of his success. And Mr. Jordan answered by saying, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot, and I missed it. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I'm so successful. Mr. Jordan tells me in plain English that the key to his success was persistence. Beloved, whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, whichever country you're listening from, quitting and giving up is not an option. There is power in being persistent. Whatever you are doing in life, it might be the ministry, you might be serving God, you might be a pastor of a church. You might be a, a sport in sport. You might be involved in business. You might be pursuing a career. Do not give up. Whatever happens, persist, push through. There's a parable that Jesus gave in the, in the New Testament of a woman who kept coming to a judge, asking for vindication in the book of Luke. This parable is better known as the parable of the unjust judge. And it follows a discussion in the the 17th chapter of Luke, dealing with the return of Christ, which lets us know from the very beginning that there's a great need for persistence in our prayer life. It helps us and reminds us that we are not stressing God by coming to him again and again and again with an issue we have. When we pray persistently to the Lord, it does not mean we are lacking in faith or doubting that he would ever answer us. To the contrary, persistence 
in prayer shows God how much we rely solely on him and not ourselves or anyone else. It shows us that we know that he is the only one who can fix it. Whatever it is that you need him to break through in your life, he and only him can fix it. There are certain things that can only be fixed by God. And sometimes we've tried everything in our human ability, but it hasn't worked. And so we need to persistently go to God. In fact, Jesus told us right from the start that men always ought to pray and not faint. The children of God are to pray and just keep on praying until Jesus returns, no matter how long he may be delayed. If your desire is not fulfilled today, tomorrow, next week, next month, or even next year, persist because persistence will pay off after a while. Your prayers will be answered if you don't quit and you don't give up. Jesus told two parables with almost identical messages about persistence. The stories are different only in their setting, but they make the same point. The other story is in Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 13. Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 13, the persistent friend asking for bread. I tell you, even though he won't get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because he's persistent, he will get up and give him as much bread as what he needs. Hallelujah. You've got to persist. You can't give up now. You've come a long way to give up now. In both parables, whether the neighbor or the judge, they did the decent thing because it was the least inconvenient thing to do. They didn't do it out of love or mercy or justice. They did it because they were being hounded. Jesus is making the point that resistance can be battered down by sheer persistence. I'm going to say that again. Resistance can be battered down by sheer persistence. In 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 43, there's a famine in the land. And the man of God, Elijah, goes up on top of Mount Carmel to go and pray. Because that famine has to come to an end according to God's prophetic word. So he goes up on top of Mount Carmel to pray. But the breakthrough and the rain doesn't come immediately. So he sends his servant to go and look towards the sea as he remains praying. He told his servant and he went up and looked. There was nothing there. And then the Bible says he sent him seven times. Elijah said, go back. And he went back. Elijah remained praying. The servant came back. There's nothing. He sent him again as Elijah continued to pray. Seven times the servant went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Until the seventh time, the servant came back and said to Elijah, there is a small little cloud, but it's just as small as a man's hand. And Elijah knew God had answered his prayer. 
But he had to be persistent. He had to be persistent. Genesis chapter 32 and verse 24 to 28. Genesis 32, 24 to 28. And Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go. Unless you bless me. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven or wrestled with God and with men and have prevailed. The blessing would have not come. The breakthrough would have not happened. If Jacob had given up, if Jacob had not wrestled through the night, 1 Kings chapter 5 and verse 10. Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, Go wash in the Jordan seven times and your flesh will be restored to you and you will be clean. The story of Naaman, the general from the country of Syria. So Naaman has leprosy and his maid servant says to Naaman, Well, sir, there is a God in Israel where I come from. There is a God that can heal. There is a God that can touch your leprosy and restore your skin. So go to him, go to the prophet, and he is going to help you. When Elisha arrives at the home of prophet Elisha, the Bible says Elisha didn't even come out of the house. He sent his servant and sent him to tell Naaman, to go and deep himself in the river Jordan seven times. Now God can heal or would have healed Elisha the very first time he dipped himself in the river Jordan. He would have healed Elisha the second time he dipped himself in the river Jordan. But one of the reasons why I think that he was told to dip himself in the river Jordan seven times apart from the fact that seven speaks of perfection and completion, is also because God wanted to test his persistence. How persistent are you? Sometimes God wants to test us. God wants to see how persistent we are. So he dipped himself the first time and nothing happened. He did it the second time and nothing happened. The third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh. And then his skin was as soft and clean as the skin of a little baby. He was healed completely. I'm speaking to somebody today. Maybe you are at the verge of giving up. Maybe you are at the verge of throwing in the towel. I want to say to you that don't give up. This is not time to give up. This is not time to quit. You need to push through. You need to persist. You need to hold on to the word of the Lord. Maybe ministry is not going the way you thought it would go. Maybe business is not doing as well as what you thought it would do. Maybe it's taking long for your family members to come to Christ. Maybe there are people in the family you've been praying for to
to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and that is not working out as quickly as what you thought, I want to encourage you to keep pushing, keep persisting, keep holding on, keep standing in faith, because sooner or later, God will break through in your life. The word of the Lord in your life will come true. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 16, For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. The falling is not the problem. It's the getting up that is, that is the key. So sometimes people fall, but the falling is not a problem at all. And it says the righteous man falls seven times. It doesn't matter how many times you've failed. It doesn't matter how many times things haven't worked out in your life. You need to keep pushing. You need to keep persisting. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. If you will not quit, if you will not give up, he's promised in his word, he will never leave you, nor forsake you. Hang in there. Hold on to his word. Trust him. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep looking to him. Focusing on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what your circumstances are. Perhaps you are, you are a married uh, woman that is trusting God for your husband's salvation. You're trusting God to come through to save your husband. And it seems as if the more you pray, the more he gets worse. The more you pray, the more he treats you so badly. I want to say to you, do not quit in prayer. Do not give up. Maybe you are trusting God for a job. You're trusting God for employment. And you've been praying for a long time and nothing has happened. No door has opened. I want to say to you today, do not quit. Do not give up. Maybe some of your friends, some of your peers have gone on to get good jobs. And yet you are still languishing at home without a job and nothing seems to be happening. In fact, things seem to be going from bad to worse. Do not give up. Do not throw in the tower. Do not quit. You keep trusting God. You keep pushing. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know when the breakthrough is going to happen. I don't know when the miracle is going to happen. But the key is in the power of persistence. If you will not quit, if you will not give up, there will be a breakthrough that will come your way. There will be an open door that will come your way. Oh, Katamosa, I'm speaking to somebody right now. Do not throw in the towel. Do not quit because God is making a way for you. God is clearing the way ahead of you. God is creating ways in the wilderness, paths in the wilderness. God is going to provide for you. As you've been trusting him to provide, God will make a way for you. I want to pray for you right now. Whoever you are, wherever you are, trusting God for his, for his breakthrough in your life. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I bring that man, that woman before you, that boy, that girl that is trusting you for a breakthrough. I pray that you will come through for them. I pray that you will make a way for them. I pray that you will perform a miracle for them, whatever it is they're trusting you for. I pray, Father God, that you will make a way where there seems to be no way. I pray that you will give them the ability to persist in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that they will not quit. I pray that they will not throw in the towel. I pray that they will not give up. In the name of Jesus. Help them. Help them push through. 
in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I hope you've been inspired and blessed. And if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, I also would like to just pray a simple, short prayer with you. It starts by having a relationship with Jesus. You need to know him personally. You need to have a relationship with him. He died on the cross for your sin and for my sin. And so just repeat the simple prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I realize that without you, I'm lost. Apart from you, I'm lost. I surrender my life to you. I open the door of my heart and I invite you, Jesus, to come into my life. Save me. Change me. Make me a child of God. I surrender my life to you. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, that today I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Congra congratulations. If you um, accepted Jesus in your life as your personal savior, the most important decision of your life, I want to just encourage you to find a good church that you can go to in order to grow in your Christian life. Find a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, do let me know. I can organize a Bible for you. Uh, my number is plus 27735005326 I'm going to organize a Bible for you and I'm going to get it to you wherever you are so that you can read the Word of God and you can grow in your Christian life. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Kairos Moment on Active FM. Until next time, God bless. i